1: Internet Analyticure, aka Dreams, and I'd like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I am your hip hop and gaming news source with a little bit of RB mixed in. Now, I know usually I give an update at the beginning of my episodes, and since my episodes are coming out more consistently, I would say, even though I do cover a lot of new music consistently every Thursday at midnight, but for the most part, let's just say that we're definitely back on track so i wanted to play let me find it right quick because you know i have to apply the people who support and the people who even make this possible because as you can probably tell which you know some people may not be the most uh ecstatic for but you know we do have some different brand deals currently running with the podcast and i just wanna i'm not applying uh, applauding for the amount of ads because you know i definitely specifically i try to keep it to a minimum the amount of content i put out i definitely keep it to a minimum but i do want to apply the all support because without y'all hopefully i can hear that hold on let me turn that up without y'all support just know that none of this would be possible and obviously i will still make content about hip-hop and gaming but i don't know if i would do it at a such at such a consistent rate that i am now because you know i have other responsibilities that you know need attention so it definitely helps when the support puts you in a position where you can take care of those responsibilities and also support a living for yourself so (laughs) so yes uh me being a new um Red Circle podcaster um, And that whole experience has just been Fantastic And I'm going to keep the applause going Because this is only possible because of y'all And we went from uh, 21,000 downloads per episode To 25,000 So once again That's a testament to y'all And your support For the Notorious Mass Effect uh, podcast And by far My podcast is definitely my biggest uh, Platform And for the supporters just know i never take it for granted i'm always thinking of ways of how to get better i mean even go back to when i first started to now hopefully you could see and hear a tremendous improvement so with that being said you know i mean let me cut the cut the applause short you know i mean it's that's that's enough of that enough of that so (laughs) anyways let's get back into uh let me see how loud it's gonna be okay live editing you gotta love it but okay so getting back into the intro for episode 117 we're going to be getting into rolling loud california 2023 because of course this is the starting festival that will in turn set the tone for all the summer festivals that are to follow and let me tell you it definitely did set the tone then we're going to be getting into elden ring dlc shadow of the earth tree yes i know it's a very nerdy title but this is notorious mass effect not just notorious so we have not even have to i'm definitely getting into gaming because it's one of my passions also we're going to transition from that into starfield being delayed yet again but we do have a concrete well quote-unquote concrete release date for starfield and uh September 6th, that's when it's supposedly coming out, but it has been um unfortunately delayed again. Then we're gonna finish up with a little bit of a comedic topic because we're gonna get into young Miami. Yes, you heard me correctly. We're gonna get into Young Miami, aka Carisha. And why are we gonna get into Young Miami? Well, I guess you got to wait to the end of the episode to find out. So (laughs) before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access all my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to support the show financially, click my Cash App link located towards the bottom of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast rating the show five stars as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now, without further ado, and yes, I just said further ado. <laughs> let's get into Rolling Loud, California, 2023. All I got to say is, you know, I, I say consistently on this podcast that Drake, a.k.a. Aubrey Graham, is the GOAT of hip hop because, I mean, it's just obvious. But another th- another thing that I feel like he doesn't get his credit for it's just his eye for up-and-coming talent you know what i'm saying like the ability to to spot talent before anybody else does and and tries to capitalize off of that discovery you know what i'm saying and one of the more recent discoveries that i wanted to point out was the evolution of ice spice when for when the news first broke about ice spice guess who was the first one to co-sign her and to even do give the grace the gracious olive branch of inviting her out to his studio you know what i mean like what a what a nice artist to do that for up-and-coming artists like who wouldn't want to be flown out by aubrey Graham to work on music of course you know what i mean i'm pretty sure it was strictly to work on music but anyways you know that's i just want to point that out that drake's probably the goat of finding up-and-coming talent um Music-wise, of course, only. Like, come on now. Anyways, uh <laughs> the Rolling Loud Festival for California has uh, came and went. And obviously, is one of the biggest festivals of the year when it comes to hip-hop. And just music in general. I don't want to disrespect Rolling Loud. Just music in general is one of the biggest events of the year. And it's really like the starting festival for all the other festivals to fall in line. And I'm not saying fall in line like they're not as impactful i'm just saying that when you are the biggest festival and you really set the tone for summer festivals to, to come then you're held to a high standard and let's just say the people that rolling loud brought out it was a lot of artists on that iconic level such as Lil wayne uh Nicki minaj that really set the bar for all the following festivals that are yet to come for the summer season So with that being said, of course, (laughs) there's some other things I wanted to point out as Rolling Loud had a a lot of different performances. And of course, it was at the I keep saying, of course, but you know what I'm saying at the SoFi Stadium in LAX, California, of course, I said it again. Anyways, y'all get what I'm saying, man. You know, I I can't find anything else to say, but of course, (laughs) so day one, it brought out rappers or artists including playboy cardi chief keith uh ski mask and tiger i think that playboy cardi was the biggest draw for that one yeah i'm pretty sure he was the biggest draw for day one i tried to look at a flyer but if i'm not mistaken and i'm pretty sure it said 2023 and it was from california so i'm only they only have one rolling loud in california right because i was looking at day three i think it was under Future and i swear i kid you not i saw tory lane's name listed on that flyer i was like this has to be old but then i looked at it i was like this must have been like the announcement flyer and then the whole thing with the trial happened cuz there's no way they would have just kept his name on there so uh yeah that threw me all the way off but for the most part of course you have playbook hardy headlining day 1 with a lot of other rappers who came through and, and did their thing when, when talking about, um, you know, the the hip hop Trinity of top topics, which is money, girls and cars, you know, you know how that goes. So anyways, um, sweetie was also a part of that lineup. And um, speaking on up and coming talent, you know, she's definitely one of those uh, artists that I feel like she, like she's probably one of the best rappers that we've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like looking and just the view, I feel like Sweetie is one of the best ever. Anyways, all right, let's keep going. So uh day 2, we had the likes of Justin Bieber popping out. I know, right? Just out of left field. Justin Bieber came out of nowhere. You know, probably hanging with um I forget what his uh wife name is. I forget her name. But anyways, he popped out alongside uh, Don Tolliver, which if you don't know, Don Tolliver just put out an album called Lovesick. I would definitely recommend you check it out. Nothing too crazy, but it's definitely not bad. I would say it's a solid listen, but the guest appearances are way above solid. So of course, yeah, Don Tolliver brought out Justin Bieber, brought out uh, Future on his album. But as far as the festival, I mean, it was just Justin Bieber that accompanied, accompanied him on stage. But as far as his album, that's out currently uh he had a lot of big names on his on his album and also james blake came on that second day um what else that was basically i'm i'm touching like the big the bigger names of the days uh little wayne came out i think he had his own set i do remember seeing the flyer it said uh future on day three i believe featuring little wayne But it has them on day two. So I'm pretty sure this is how it went. Because this is like the updated article. So Lil Wayne also performed on that day with Nicki Minaj, of course. And oh, I do remember that. Because it was a video that came out. It was so funny. Where i guess the dj was messing up the set or whatever and and Nicki minaj is out of the blue just started like cussing him out like you do you know who i'm with i'm with the goat right now you're making me look like this like just straight up cussing the dj out it was hilarious you have to look that up like <laughs> imagine being that dj on the rolling Loud stage just getting cussed out by Nicki minaj and you just have to take it because what's he what is he gonna what is he gonna say back honestly so then we had uh two chains travis scott um gutter gutter you know i mean i know there's a lot of gutter gutter fans out there and that is not a joke uh <laughs> but um the young money uh was represented well let's just say having little wayne and Nicki minaj there obviously there was missing drake but you know when, when drake pops up he probably uh, needs a certain bag that i don't think rolling out i don't think they operate like the super bowl but I, i think it's pretty close to it like the headliners they probably pay but as far as the people under them i think their just appearance on that stage is is um sufficient enough to not have to pay their artists but i'm pretty sure the headliners get paid if i'm not mistaken so anyways um so yeah that's how it that went and then day three of course we had a uh, future you know big hendrix coming out giving out his uh notable hits off of i never liked you album and opening up his set with uh march madness oh that's a that's a great song <laughs> to open up with like march madness is probably one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever made i'm being so serious so anyways um liuzzi vert also came out asap ferg and I'm not just going to skip past Lil Uzi Vert, of course. Lil Uzi Vert dropped his uh, his newest track. Um, as, well, not dropped, but performed his latest track, Just Wanna Rock. And let me tell you, that crowd was doing the dance like it was going out of style. Like, I don't really understand the dance that much because, you know, I don't want to sound old, obviously. I like the dance. But the whole moving your hips side to side, like, I feel like... I feel like I'm gonna get canceled if I if I tell you what I really feel about that dance. But anyways, so let's just say that I feel like the dance uh, when it gets to the other portion where you like binge, you bend your elbows and you like move them up and down. I like that portion of the dance more than like the moving your hips side to side because it was, you know, it's just a little different. Uh, uh, anyways, so <clears throat> also Uzi, when he came out, he was dressed in a uh, devilish light clothes and i just had to point that out because i don't know why these artists think they have to act like they sell the like they sold the soul or the praise and satan to the highest degree to act like they're so fascinating and interesting as a person like i don't know why you have to dress like a devil to, to make your fans think that you're just so um polarizing as a figure you know I feel like Lil Uzi Vert could have dressed up as a a plethora of of different um he could have had a plethora of outfits set out besides that devilish one and obviously it wasn't blatantly the devil but like if you watch the performance I mean come on now uh what else Lil Yachty came out and there's a lot to say there's a lot to say about Lil Yachty it's not a Lil Yachty segment but let me just say the way that Lil Yachty has just pulled off a whole 180 on his music creation process going from oh i want to be taken serious as a rapper to showing up to hot 97 rapping over boom bad beats just to try to prove he can rap to putting out his latest album that was completely alternative music and then coming out not only doing that but then coming out after that and then saying oh i just want y'all to forget about my rap albums because this is what i'm on now like Bro, make up your mind either you want us to respect you as a rapper or not and obviously i just feel like the public backlash including me you know i i don't think lil yachty when it comes to rapping is is like proficient at all like i think it's very very below average but uh, but besides putting that to the side i think the criticism got to him in a way that made him want to put out this uh, alternative album and i'm happy for him that is selling well because as a business mind i think lil yachty is is probably one of the better business minds amongst his peers but as far as music make make making go and music creation i think he's probably one of the worst artists i've ever heard um so yeah so as far as him like giving up rapping it makes sense the public backlash probably got to him but for the most part i mean you know if this alternative wave is going to be the thing that Pulls them until the next generation, then why not try to ride that wave? Uh, so, yeah, then we had Trippy Red come out, Roddy Rich uh, come out. I'm surprised he wasn't a headliner. Oh, okay. He, so, he was Trippy Red's special guest. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, DD, uh, DDG popped out, the, the fellow YouTuber himself, which I don't even know if he likes to be called a YouTuber anymore. I don't really see the slight in being called a YouTuber. I remember way back in the day when being called a YouTuber meant she was like introverted and just weird but nowadays YouTubers make way more money than hip-hop artists obviously not all of them but the top 1% of YouTubers make way more money than the top 1% of hip-hop artists and uh you can look that up <laughs> you can look that up if you want to but uh, let's just say Mr. Beast and all those other type of creators on YouTube is making way more money than the top 1% of hip-hop rappers actually Let me change that, because that's definitely, that's not right. Um, The whole field of YouTubers are making more money than the whole field of hip-hop artists. But the top 1% of hip-hop is making more money than most of the YouTubers combined, if that makes sense. But the top 1% of YouTube makes the most money overall. So if you have a higher chance, basically what I'm trying to say, you have a higher percentage of making a lot of money off of being a YouTuber than being a rapper so hopefully that makes sense um uh, let me see uh Roddy Rich. okay yeah okay this is what I wanted to get into so Ice Spice <laughs> you know I want to talk about Ice Spice I ain't gonna lie Ice Spice is you know as far as as far as being one of the best rappers we've ever seen like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you she's up there like I don't know what Nicki Minaj did but once Nicki Minaj came on the scene you know she really just elevated the bar to such a standard that I mean the next Competitor that we even thought about bringing up was somebody that had to look as if not the same close to her level of, of uh, what's the word? Let's just say beauty, let's just say that. And uh, of course, that was Cardi B, you know, because Cardi B and her in uh, in all her glory is it's definitely up there with uh, Nicki Minaj as far as uh, visually obviously um obviously I'm not just saying that Nicki Minaj came on the scene and everybody just forgot about uh women and the ability to rap because that's not true but you know I feel like what women artists looks are is is not um it's not unfair for them to use it in a way that gets them to the top you know what I mean because usually when it comes to women uh because it's women empowerment month by the way if you didn't know look it up for yourself you know what I'm saying um they, they get the short, what's it, what's it called? The short hand or the, the short stick. I don't even know what it's called. The short side of the stick. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> y'all get what I'm saying. Basically, when women, and it comes to the, when it comes to the full pie, women get like the smaller portion of it and and, and men get the most, well, they get the other, they, they they get the rest of the portion. But, you know, women usually get the slight portion because, uh you know, it's, it's just how it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's not right by any stretch of their imagination but i would be completely ignorant to not point out the fact that women artists aren't treated with the same respect as male artists and that's not me caping <laughs> at that all <laughs> that's just that's just a fact <laughs> you know what i mean and um yeah so you know with them using the looks to to get to the top and obviously they're talented i mean they're not just straight out trash um ice Spice has, uh put out some pretty solid singles i mean P- princess diana to this day i mean i'm not trying to sound like deontay wilder but to this day is a hit like that track is fire like listen to princess Di- diana by ice spice you see how i didn't mention munch or i didn't mention was that the song like or whatever i mentioned one of her i think it's like a b-side cut uh off her album but but princess diana is a straight is straight fire um so yeah so her coming out alongside uh well after was it before or after? I think it was before Central C because Central C coming out was even important because it was his US festival debut. So for Central C, it's very interesting because I've covered him so many times um, simply for the fact that he's truly independent. You go to Central C's pro, uh, profile on any DSP and then you go under his, uh, his latest music, his latest album and guess what you're going to see? You're going to see trademark by central c no atlantic no universal music group no uh what's another one empire like none of that it's just straight central c like he's literally a completely independent artist putting up the numbers that he's putting up and i think the bidding war for central c has been going on for quite some time now and it and it's very interesting to see i'm not trying to it's not a pun but you know anyways um It's very interesting to see that he hasn't chosen a major label yet, because obviously I think it could benefit him because the leverage that he can bring to the table. Personally, I feel like, well help him bypass that first deal that all artists are just straight up just bamboozled on like you know just you're not popping so let's take all your royalties and put you in the 360 deal like i think central c can bypass and skip that part of his first artist major label deal simply because he's made his own table and he's literally probably the most let me see how do i word this probably the most popular independent artists in the world right now and i know what people are saying what about bad bunny what about taylor swift drake well first off i mean if you're saying that then you you don't know what i'm saying so basically a lot of your favorite artists are on major labels being pushed on playlists uh radio play all that different type of uh article looks uh interviews with like interviews with hot no well, not hot 97 but basically like vogue those type of covers like those are like major label connections you know and we are an independent artists usually mo- nine times out of ten when you try to get certain connections the major labels are going to make sure you don't get that look from that major corp- uh, major brand before their artist does so if a major label has an artist and you're independent, trying to get that same look from like a major news co- uh, coverage, then they're going to not block you, but they're going to be like, hey, you should probably uh, feature our artist because, you know, we we've helped you out here. We've helped you out there. You know, we got this relationship. I don't know if my whole entire audience watches sports, but it's kind of like what Lamar Jackson is going through right now. I know completely left turns, definitely not hip hop. But this is the only correlation I can draw. Lamar Jackson is a is a uh, free agent. Well, not free agent, but he's trying to sign to another team. But basically, because he doesn't have an agent, the whole process of getting a, a bigger, basically, he's trying to get a bigger deal. And because he doesn't have a certified agent, like I think his agent is is his mom or whatever, which is nothing wrong with that. But because he's not going through that system of getting a high profile or high highly decorated agent. The process is a little bit harder for him to get what he needs and that's the same thing that central c is going to face throughout his independent journey like going up against major label artists like there's a reason why central c isn't on some of these magazine covers or some of these award shows it's because the major label or i'm not gonna uh, let's just say allegedly there's a thing called payola and a lot of major label corporations pay out a certain amount for the artist to get played on radios to get spotlight on different playlists like it's a whole game going on so that's why i say central c is the biggest independent artist because he has bypassed that for the most part to becoming a a prominent figure in the hip-hop space hopefully i said that right i don't know if i confused y'all but if i did you know i mean i apologize so so anyways uh that's basically what what was it for um rolling loud that was the whole highlight of day one two and three getting into some other key moments um of course we had the one and only jacques coming out aka travis scott and rolling loud did the funny thing by cutting his set short literally i think travis scott said i would yeah he said quote I wish I could do more, but they're making me go <laughs> at the end of his rolling loud set. Like, yes, we're going to cut your set short because we know what you're accustomed to doing with a large crowd. We're not having that at all. So, yeah, they rolling loud, cut his set short and deservedly So if you never heard my take on uh, Travis Scott, I would highly recommend you go to any Travis Scott um coverage that I've recently done on my podcast and just like listen to my take on that because I'm not going to say I'm harsh I'm pretty um I feel like I'm pretty on point with the way I critique Travis Scott because I mean the two things I always point out is in Arkansas I think in 2017-2018 I forget it was like he was arrested for quote-unquote inciting a riot which is factual you can look it up in Arkansas and that was like that was like right before he dropped butterfly effect and then four years and obviously you know i'm not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to just throw out random facts so that's why i'm giving you like stuff you can look up and then three to, uh four years later well whenever astral world happened which was like four years later um a bunch of people end up dying in a concert and throughout that performance uh one of the quotes that travis scott uh said was um to let them he does this at a lot of his shows, but he let, he's like, let them rush the, um, what's it called? The pit. Let them rush the pit. You know what I mean? And I mean, he, he's always, um, champion that type of behavior. One of his notorious lyrics off of his, uh, I forget what track it is, but he basically said, it ain't no mosh pit if ain't no injuries. So he's been promoting and condoning and championing this type of behavior. And ultimately the casualties at Astroworld was, a. um. Uh, was a result of that and I would never ever back down from that point because I feel like that's just um I, I feel like it's just rooted in fact it's not like I'm just saying I hate Travis Scott and this is why like literally pointing out stuff you can look up. and uh Travis Scott has had a history of this stuff and it just came to a head literally in um World. so yeah man uh Roland loud cut his uh his <laughs> almost said the other word <laughs> he, they cut his uh set short deservably uh so and um Another thing, getting on more of a a lighthearted note, uh, Antonio Brown was playing football on stage. Yes, you heard me correctly. Antonio Brown, the uh, infamous football player from the NFL. Um, Well, not anymore, but you you get what I'm saying. He made a one-handed catch while performing on stage at Rolling Loud. So, uh, yeah, you do with the information what you will. So, (laughs) anyways, uh, Don Tolliver also brought out Justin Bieber. I already said that. Uh, What else? I'm just... Pointing out some some key moments uh Nicki Minaj um oh I haven't talked about this yet okay so Nicki Minaj uh dissed Megan Thee Stallion now if I if you don't know Nicki Minaj put out a track not too long ago called Red Ruby the, the on the sleeve or whatever basically you know she was gangbanging you know what I mean she was basically making a pun off of being a blood you know what I mean Red Ruby on the sleeve is basically you know I mean she was talking about her husband you know, she only like, uh, she only wife them up. I mean, basically, I guess it's, that is fitting for, for Nicki Minaj, because she is the boss. Just like Drake said on Back to Back, shout out to all my boss, you know what, wife and, uh, wife and expletives. Man, there's so many cuss words in that, in that quote. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Nicki Minaj basically is, uh, the boss in whatever relationship she's in. So, um, the queen, of course, came out on Red Ruby the sleeve and said, um, I don't expedite with horses since Christopher, Christopher Reeves. And if you don't know, Christopher Reeves used to play Superman. And, uh, that's not why she said the bar. I just felt like throwing that random fact out there. Uh, the reason that Christopher Reeves was, um, uh, quoted after that was because, uh, I think he was paralyzed from the waist down or something like that. After riding a horse and the horse like fell back on top of him. Yeah, I know some pretty, uh, dark stuff, but anyways, um, Basically, she only said that quote to to shout out or to diss Megan Thee Stallion because she literally stopped the whole performance just to. What if I have this? Hold up, I think I have the video. As you can see, this is from Hip Hop DX. I mean, I, I don't fuck with horses. I said seven hundred horses. Look at Nicki Minaj. I mean, even like I'm not even gonna say like she's old but even at her age she's just like one of the most beautiful women on the planet i ain't even gonna lie to you but anyways let's keep let's keep going you gotta stay focused come on guys like y'all tripping so yeah. anyways let's get back into the uh clip we'll in the leave but i don't fuck with
0: horses since christopher reeves let's go
1: so as you heard uh, my bad that, that may have been kind of loud uh as you heard Nicki Minaj said she doesn't mess with horses since Christopher Reeves, but she she made emphasis, she put emphasis, um, might I add, or might I correct myself, on she doesn't mess with horses. And there's a prominent artist that goes by The Stallion. And all I got to say is uh, Megan is at the front of that. So, uh, yeah. Nicki Minaj and, and making this Megan Thee Stallion for some reason are beefing I think it's maybe because she collabed with Cardi B I don't know there's some weird thing going on in the industry where people are saying like Nicki Minaj is beefing with artists who work with Cardi B I don't know I guess it's like some Bloods and Crips type thing like you're either with Nicki or you're with Cardi I don't know why it's like that but hey you already know Nicki and Cardi beefing so I guess uh Megan the Stallion chose her side I guess she better stay there because Nicki Minaj is not taking that lightly so anyways uh what else low uzi vert came out i talked about that uh moving his hips and stuff uh uh, let me see rolling loud okay the lax venue i'm trying to see if there's anything i missed i think i covered everything yeah that was the biggest thing i wanted to get in to a lot of different things about the show just to give you kind of an introspective is that the word i think so um just listing out all the key events in one segment so you don't have to like go into a bunch of different places that's basically the whole thing about notorious mass effect just trying to take all this information and give it back to you in a concise fashion you know what i'm saying so uh yeah that's basically it oh travis scott's comeback on rolling loud was reportedly not streamed that's interesting yeah venues aren't really messing with travis scott and uh all I can say is, man, I don't feel bad for him because he brought that upon himself. So anyways, uh, click my link in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Rolling Loud and uh, California 2023? And who do you think, if you didn't attend and was just watching online, or if, even if you did attend, who do you think had the best set throughout the whole festival? Now, let's switch gears and get into Odin Ring. And the latest DLC titled Shadow of the Earth Tree. Now, at this point, I think we can safely say that Elden Ring is a strong candidate for one of the greatest games of all time. Now, I'm not saying that Elden Ring is the greatest thing since sliced bread. But what I am going to say is usually the greatest games in gaming in the gaming industry or just the gaming space They create different effects to all the other games that are soon to come. Basically, games start to change the way the mechanics are structured to try to fit what everybody enjoyed. And Elden Ring is one of those games where literally everybody enjoyed. I didn't see... I mean, the only complaints I did see about the game, which is uh, warranted, is how hard and... I'm not going to say not accessible, but it is a very difficult game to play. So I understand where people are coming from in that aspect. But with that being said, I still feel like Elden Ring, there's a lot of different tutorials out there. Obviously saying tutorials is probably not making the point any uh, any less of a fact. But let me just say that I feel like a certain level of gamer should be able to play Elden Ring. And if you're not that level of gamer, then I can say I can understand why you will say Elden Ring is too difficult because it makes sense because I've never ever (laughs) looked up as many YouTube tutorials for one game than I deal with Elden Ring. So it makes sense why some people will say it's a little bit too um, inaccessible for uh, novice or amateur uh, gamers. So anyways... Um, Elden Ring is back again with the DLC expansion called The Shadow of the Earth Tree. Now, with this DLC, there really wasn't no release date. Um, it was announced February uh, 28th, but they didn't give no official release date. So to me, that means it's not coming anytime soon. I think they're just announcing it and they're going to wait a little bit and then just drop it because a lot of the things that the DLC is going to cover, it's like lore type of uh aspect like it's a different pers, not perspective but it's is um more details on the lore that we got in the original base game so um i forget how you say her name maquella maquella's appearance and the shadow of Tree is something that a lot of fans was wondering about in the base game and he's like the brother of millennia i believe and we got a little bit of details about it and um it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of nerd talk honestly but but as far as the lore a lot of the questions a lot of the prominent questions are going to be answered in this dlc and a lot of different things that dlc is is made for is for one you know of course i mean i don't know if they're gonna charge for it but if they did I don't think anybody will complain depending on how long it is because Elder Ring itself is a very expensive game. So for the DLC, I wouldn't be mad if they put a price point on it. Obviously, I'm not advocating for them to put a price point on it if they're initially going to give it out for free. But um, I wouldn't be mad if they do put a price point on it. So uh what else? So this is Millennia's twin brother. Okay, so that's who M- or Miquella is. And he's been named in the base game but he hasn't appeared so he's absent from the game completely but in the shadow of Erd Tree dlc and the trailer you can see uh Miquella in the in the trailer so now it lends us to think that he's going to be a prominent part of the dlc and a great deal of the dlc with the basis or the premise of it surrounding mcquilla's uh Experience in Elden Ring, so, anyways, we should learn more about that. And what else was something else I want to get into? So, basically, some of the the details about it is it's expanding the Elden Ring lore. Uh, what else? Um
0: and if you love the fillet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6 limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price ba
1: ba ba this is what people are wanting from the DLC the wanting to be able to customize torrent which if you don't know what torrent was is is more of a a transportation type of horse. Because um, whenever I was playing the game, I was kind of wondering the same thing. I'm like, how come I can't, like, customize my horse? And it's like one of those things you don't notice until you do. It's like, hold up. We really can't customize our horse at all. Like, any other transportation in any video game. Horse, vehicle, you know, bike. Well, vehicle. I mean, bike is a vehicle. Y'all get what I'm saying. Cars, bikes, trucks. You know what I mean? Like, you you can customize it even a little bit in, in most games. So, I, I was surprised we couldn't customize our horse but um yeah so that was weird but uh so that's a lot that's what a lot of people are asking for also people are asking for godwin for some reason because um, he's the first god to be killed during Elden rings event the shattering and they say this is this can be done similarly to, uh similar to how from software did it expansions with dark souls bloodborne and so they're thinking about they could go that path and try to uh resurrect uh godwin so that's one of the they're thing they're trying to take uh improving customer uh improving armor customization which I don't think they need to improve that I think there's a lot of armor in the game so much armor you can cuss custom- that's one of the biggest draws to uh elder ring you can literally play it how you want there's so many different ways to play the game you will literally drive yourself insane trying to play it every single way that they have available for you in the game that's why I would like for me I just went with the mage build and I was like okay I'm gonna be a a magic casting a player throughout the whole game some people have a blood build some people have a a faith build so many different builds in in elden ring it would be a lot to try to play through the entire game over and over with all the different ways that you can customize your character which, with me being a huge mass effect fan, I immensely appreciate because most games are too lazy nowadays to give you that much uh customization, so I don't think the armor really needs too much tweaking what else uh talking about horseback p. v. p. that'd be interesting uh what else? fight bosses in their prime that doesn't even make any sense they're talking about radon who wants to fight radon in his prime they're talking about radon because wasn't radon like injured by millennia before he fought him yeah he was afflicted with scarlet Rod. so they're talking about al- alternate form of radon man ain't nobody trying to do that <laughs> you know, imagine fighting radon when he's even harder to beat like come on now like, if anybody played Elden Ring, y'all know how hard it was to beat Redon. I'm not saying it was as hard as to beat Millennia, but uh, actually, I haven't even beat Millennia yet. That's one of the things I was going to go back to. I haven't finished Elden Ring at all, because it's uh I got to a certain point where I was, like, progressing the main story a lot, and I went into this cave, and I had to fight, like, two bosses back-to-back, and it was really hard. It was like the Godric, and it was something else that came right after it. and it was like, one of those things, it was like, bro, it's literally two really difficult bosses in the same boss fight, like... I can't, like, I ended up beating it, but it took so much out of me, so, after I recover from that, I still haven't, but after I recover from that, then I'll I hop back on the game again, because I think I, I, I fought them for, like, three to four hours, I think, oh, that was a long, long time, <laughs> uh, what else, so, basically, it, um, but my character's, like, OP and Odin Ring, um, I used to have a, uh, used to have the gameplay walkthroughs on Spotify, I'm thinking about bringing it back. I might have to do it in a different way because I'm on the Red Circle now. Shout out to Red Circle. We definitely got the podcast back. Uh, 25,000 um, downloads every episode. You know what I mean? We, we back up and running. But for the most part, uh, Spotify is not really the most... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Pull that off now. So, <laughs> But yeah, I was one of the first ones to put gameplay walkthroughs out on Spotify. So that's one thing I can, you know hang on my hat i guess but yeah man i don't know when i'm gonna finish uh elder ring so i guess maybe before the DOC comes out that'll be probably good right you know what i mean uh i mean they're saying late 2023 or early 2024 i don't think it's coming out no time soon i mean we're about to get a lot of games for the summer um that's another thing that changed a lot of developers thought that people didn't want to play video games during the summer which you know i mean i guess it makes sense people want to be outside but like uh we also have a lot more free time well for the students anyway. Um we have a lot more free time to uh you know, indulge in different activities and one of them could be playing video games a little bit more. So, I would say that Shadow of the Earth tree probably won't come out to like next year. Yeah, I'm pretty I think that's pretty safe to say it won't come out to 2024. And I don't even know if this could be a nom- uh, a nominee for game of the year. It probably can't be, right? i've watched the gaming award show a lot of t- like multiple times i don't think i've ever seen a category where they had like the best downloadable content like but that would be interesting if they had a new category strictly for dlc because i don't think they have a category for that and that would be an interesting category i don't know some gamers are are, are um are hesitant about dlc because or just gamers in general are hesitant about dlc because it's like did you take this out the base game or is it something you're actually adding to like with elden ring it's such an expansive game you're like okay i mean would definitely like even if you did take some off like it makes sense like this game is massive but um yeah some most gamers i think don't like like uh paid dlc free dlc is another thing but paid dlc is like did you take this off the base game and charge this extra or what you know so gamers are iffy on dlc so i don't know if that would work as a game uh, game category because then it's like games were specifically cut some stuff out to put it in downloadable content <laughs> and that wouldn't be good for nobody so anyways um Yeah, so Elden Ring DLC is likely to release either late this year or early 2024. If I was a betting man, I would definitely say it's coming out next year. Um, But the Elden Ring DLC expansion, Shadow of the Ur Tree, click my link to my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think about this DLC announcement? And are you excited or have you even beaten the base game Elden Ring? Now we're going to get into Starfield being delayed yet again, but now we have an actual release date in September 6th. <laughs> now, for those who don't know what Starfield is, it's a Xbox exclusive, so we can not say the Xbox don't have any games any longer, which is unfortunate, but it's a harsh reality for PlayStation fans out there that the Game Pass on Microsoft, or just the Game Pass direction that microsoft is going seems to be a better longevity play than what playstation is currently doing with having exclusives if that makes sense like playstation has the figureheads of exclusives which is god of war um horizon and spider-man of course and other ones on top of that um but for the most part game pass especially post-pandemic Or even during the pandemic seems to be a more sustainable model because it it appeals to every gamer like who wouldn't pay a certain subscription to have access to a plethora of games i mean it's literally the equivalent of paying a monthly payment for spotify and having access to all the music now Obviously that's a stretch. It's not the same equivalent. You know, some of the music may be missing off. It's only it's only certain games that's on a game pass. But what I'm saying is you get a lot of bang for your buck. Yes, I just said bang for your buck. <laughs> As uh the game when the game pass is concerned. Because hi-fi rush is is probably one of the better games out currently that came out this year, and that's on a game pass. Uh you have Starfield coming out, which is on a game f- uh, pass. You have uh Wolong long dynasty which is also on the game pass like that right there you already got your money back from the the yearly subscription of the game pass i forget how much it is but i think it's around like i don't want to just throw out a number but uh actually let me look that up since this is an xbox segment we're going to get into starfield being delayed but before we do that let me see how much the xbox game pass is Because I'm pretty sure it's not that expensive. And what's not expensive is obviously subjective, but. So it's $15 a month, but I know sometimes when it's a year, they give you a little bit of a, a lesser price. I mean, if you like times 15 by 12, it's usually a lesser price than that. Let me see. They're showing me. Xbox game pass can you pay yearly you can buy a 12 month because it's stackable I usually buy an entire year when I find a really good game pass ultimate discount okay so you can stack them but you can't get a full year interesting that's very interesting Okay, so you can you can stack game passes, but you can't just buy a full year. Interesting. Well, anyways, it's fifteen dollars a month, which is uh, I mean, if you're actually playing a lot of games, so you can definitely get your. I mean, new gen games. Well, new gen that's not even a thing. What am I saying? Current <laughs> current gen games are seventy dollars. So if you're paying fifteen dollars a month, times twelve. That's $180, which, you know, it's a pretty sizable amount for a year. Uh, But let's say you play a game a month. You know what I mean? 12 times 70. That's $840. So, I mean, come on now. You're looking at $180 for a Game Pass that you can play a whole bunch of games compared to if you play a game a month. Will cost you $840. So, uh... You know, it's a pretty sizable difference in that. And all I you know it's basically like a seven hundred dollar difference. So uh, you know, I think you get your bang for your buck. I keep saying that. I don't know why I keep saying that. For for the game pass. And and that's really why I wanted to drive home is that a lot of people are struggling nowadays because you know the pandemic and stuff, but um the game pass offers a system to where you can now afford games you might not have have had the money for it, strictly because you're subscribed towards to, a, to a, a hub a gaming hub so hopefully that makes sense to y'all if not then you know i apologize but <laughs> anyways uh starfield starfield has been delayed once again and the only thing about this delay is that we got an actual release date so it was delayed quote-unquote because they specifically said let me see i know they specifically said this because they, they lie to our faces i don't like when people get up on the on their showcases and lie directly to gamers faces that's one thing i do not like let me see if i can find this good this, this don't make any sense they literally lied directly to our faces it was kind of it, it's one of those bold face lies where it's just like bro you really didn't have to say that like you could have just said like you know, it's going to come out (laughs) Like you didn't have to say, Oh, before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right here. So during the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase, immediately after revealing all the games they have for the Xbox game pass, right? They said all of these games will come out 12 months from the showcases airing. So at the time people was like, okay, well, Starfield is coming out, you know, soon, quote unquote. Uh I believe that was like a I think that was a year or two ago. So, you know, they just straight up lied to our faces. Uh and that just that's, that's really unfortunate, you know, for a fan base to look for a developer showcase to be factual and and you know actually giving the facts i mean why would you go to a res- random person instead of listen to the vice president of the company you know what i'm saying and for the vice president just a lot of people's faces acting like all oh, these games is going to come out in a short period of time granted 12 months is not short by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to gaming and gaming development if you know how that process goes but um obviously it was it was in the tuck for a while so there was trying to play it out like a rollout, but they, they failed uh, horrendously, and now a lot of these games are getting delayed. So, anyways, I just want to point out that, yeah, the vice president lied to y'all faces. So, uh, you know, if the vice president can lie to you, I mean, hey, I mean... <laughs> Who can you believe nowadays not just playing so anyways uh starfield is one of those sci-fi rpgs that's coming out and it's highly anticipated i don't know why i'm a huge mass effect fan so any sci-fi rpg you know i'm not gonna knock because you know i'm not just gonna be like oh it's just a mass effect clone obviously it can have its own mechanics to set it apart from the rest of the sci-fi uh, rpgs but starfield seems to be a very very expensive game that's coming out on xbox and i have a playstation so i'm not going to be playing that game at all i'm not buying a whole console for a game the last time i did that that was for spider-man and let me tell you that was money well spent because spider-man is one of my favorite just fictional creations of all time so of course i'm buying a console strictly for that game so anyways uh yeah i won't be playing starfield but i'm definitely not bashing anybody who who plans to buy the game or or and <laughs> i'm not bashing anybody who's gonna wait the um wait it out to subscribe even further to the game pass because you know teach his own and starfield does seem like a promising game uh, i think it's also multiplayer if i'm not mistaken it may not be multiplayer so don't quote me on that i think it's multiplayer i mean it's an rpg no nah, i mean that doesn't just automatically quantify as a multiplayer i think it is multiplayer though if not multiplayer i think it's co-op um i mean that's the same thing which i when i think of multiplayer i think pvp so starfield i think will be co-op i'm pretty sure uh so it's unclear if the september 6 release date will stick for starfield but they delayed it from november 11th 2022 so delaying it from november 11th i think that was the first time it was delayed and now we're well into 2023 at this point and for it to get delayed again to September 6th, you can probably see where some people will start to be like, okay, how finished is this game if you're pushing it back that much? If you don't know how gaming development works, when you push a game back that far, that means like you're working... I, I feel like it means personally, because I'm can't. i not a game developer, but I personally feel like that means you're, you're literally reworking one of the key mechanics of the game. Like maybe one of the key mechanics was buggy or it just didn't work in the grand scheme of things that you just have to go in and rework it from from the ground from the ground up so when i look at huge delays like this like november 11th to uh 2022 to september 6 2023 is a pretty big jump if, if i do say so myself to, to rework some things and um yeah man hopefully it works out for them obviously i'm never rooting against microsoft i love the phrase xbox has no games because it just rolled off the tongue so like um graciously, you know what I'm saying? But nowadays, you know, you can't really say that cuz uh Xbox Game Pass has been proving to be even more than a formidable foe for the PlayStation uh platform. So yeah, man, click my link tree in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think about Starfield and the Bethesda sci-fi RPG supposedly coming out September 6th? And do you think it will get delayed once again? Now we're going to get into the final topic, which is probably one of the more comedic topics that I've ever covered. And we're going to get into Young Miami, a.k.a. Carisha. And what are we going to talk about? Well, I guess you got to wait to the segment to find out. Young Miami, a.k.a. Carisha, has shared her thoughts on marriage. And she has said, and she will never know if she will tie the knot because, quote, men are not faithful. Mm-mm-mm. Now, it's Women Empowerment Month, so I wanted to get into one of the prominent woman figures in today's society, which is Young Miami, aka Karisha, please. aka karisha that's a show and you might think i'm joking but i'm being so serious if you knew the reach and the amount of influence that jt and young miami had aka what they call themselves when they're together city girls then you probably already know the type of impactful presence they have on the internet so when it comes to young miami talking about marriage unfortunately a lot of misguided young ladies will probably listen and follow suit but on the other hand what she's saying here is obviously pretty good it's honestly pretty good advice i mean she literally said that she's not sharing her next expletive and you can fill in the blanks for what you think that is so basically she said that she's not sharing her next man now why would she say this you know what i mean like she just came out of the blue and just said this right well not exactly so carisha please which i said earlier is a show from Car- so if you don't know young miami's real name is carisha i don't want to confuse y'all so carisha please is a show from young miami which is basically on revolt and who owns Revolt? Ah, you guessed it. You know what I mean? Uh P Diddy. And let's just say they may have had a certain relationship at the time for a long time and it may or may have not led to her having her own show on Revolt. You know what I mean? I'm not claiming anything. I'm not stating any facts. I'm just giving my opinion. So so, so anyways, Young Miami now has their own show, Carisha Please. They even won uh, Best Podcast at the BET Awards, only having three episodes out. Look this up. Real stuff I'm saying right here. And, and so, obviously, P. Diddy made sure that Young Miami was not to be messed with. So he let the world know that sh- that she was one of, well now we we've seen one of the many um significant others that's, that he's had he he really put the emphasis on others when it came to significant you know what i'm saying so anyways um P Diddy, you know i guess he was on his last uh he was on thin ice with young miami and i guess he fell right through the cracks because now young miami is saying that she's not sharing her next man she also came out and said quote i don't want to get married because i feel like men are not faithful then she went on to say quote i take everything personal i will never forget if my husband cheats on me i'm gonna kill him end quote and yes miami did say that so you can look that up for yourself so anyways um yeah, you know, you, you we wouldn't want to we wouldn't want, you know, Young Miami being locked up for a, a homicide. I think that's just how you label it officially. Anyways, uh we wouldn't want that to happen, right? So hopefully her husband eventually if she gets married uh doesn't cheat on her and and um actually practices monogamy, you know what I'm saying? So, anyways uh there's another thing i want to get into there but but not not yet you know i got another thing i want to talk about kareeshawn but you know we're gonna stay let's stay on subject so p diddy um name young miami let me see if this is right uh hey yeah okay yeah uh p diddy okay so he was in he was on thin ice right because he, he got somebody pregnant i mean obviously you know what p- people do in their pre- uh, personal life is uh teach his own. you know what i mean it's to them like it's, it's their business but like chris rock said when it comes out on the internet and they're talking about it it's like well i guess it's free game now so anyways uh yeah p diddy got somebody pregnant uh came to to uh find out that you know they announced it on the internet and boy Young Miami was not having it. (laughs) So uh, P. Diddy was trying to, you know, make up for that. And he nicknamed Young Miami while she was doing her show with G Herbo. He was like, it was literally uh, P. Diddy was watching uh, Young Miami and G Herbo. If you're wondering why I know all this, just know I cover hip hop. Notorious Mass Effect, you should follow if you knew. But uh for the most part, you know, this, this is the uh unfortunate information that I have to put into my brain. So, anyways, uh P Diddy P Diddy. <laughs> We're gonna get into the P part say pause. Hey yo. Okay, anyways, that's it's not why I was trying to take it. I was trying to talk about something else, but just forget I said that. So um yeah i can't even call him that now diddy brotherly love said or nickname young miami shoddy wop now if you don't know what wop means i would just look up the song Cardi b and um megan The stallion and listen to the lyrics and i think you will probably find out pretty quickly what wop stands for so anyways uh let's keep going so <laughs> diddy was uh covering not even covering he was reacting to carisha which is young miami being too friendly quote unquote with g herbo on her show carisha please which is on his uh network revolt so diddy was reacting to it acting all jealous and stuff and nicknamed her shoddy wop and stuff like that and you know it's supposed to be a joke right but little do we know that he was really on thin ice trying to get his girl back um so now young miami has sworn that she would not share her next man so i i think the relationship with her and diddy is over which uh i guess being a billionaire can only take you so far in in today's society man uh also a lot of people was uh condoning and congratulating her saying quote i'm glad you came to your senses you know that's one way uh women like to congratulate other women So, so anyways um what else i think it's basically i'm not gonna detail this whole thing i'm not the shade room but that was that was the funniest part i wanted to get into another thing i wanted to talk about with young miami i'm definitely not done with her uh because another thing that came up you know first off let's not forget this is Women empowerment month so let's keep it cordial but young miami <laughs> she she had her i'm not gonna say acting debut because she was on she was in uh you people with uh eddie murphy which i think that movie was pretty solid it, people are pretty split with that movie but i think overall it's a solid movie but i guess not some people really hate that movie but anyway she was in that as a cameo and i think she did her part pretty uh well you know i think she acted you know i think it was a solid performance i mean she ain't doing anything too crazy she just got i mean spoiler alert she got her wig snatched off by um the white guy's mom so you know it was like the whole racial tension thing going on so it was it was like um purpose you have to watch the movie but basically the way she re- reacted seemed organic and it, i don't know her acting cameo is pretty solid if i do say so myself now she just had a cameo in bmf and for people who watch bmf you probably already know where i'm going with this i don't watch bmf at all i've seen clips i believe but um let me tell you i've never rewind rewinded or rewatched a scene from a show that many times in succession ever because the way that young miami was in that bmf cameo you would have thought she had a beef with each and every one of the producers on that show because the performance that she gave was atrocious straight up garbage straight up trash if you don't believe me (laughs) Just look up Young Miami BMF Cameo and let me know what you think about the performance. Now, if you watch the show in its entirety, BMF is a pretty solid show, people will say. Uh, A lot of pretty good actors giving performances on that show that's that's above average most of the time so for young miami to be on the show a lot of people was killing her because it was like we couldn't get any real talented people to act for this role you know so it was it was going in her you know what i mean and basically the scene was her being informed about um the death of her husband i believe uh, I don't watch the show, but basically she was reacting to something. and She was supposed to be sad, right? It was supposed to be a sad moment. She was supposed to be crying, giving her 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 great acting tears. You know what I'm saying? We were supposed to be feeling sorry for her. You know, what I mean, we were supposed to be crying along with her because she just found out about the death of her husband. But little did she know that that sad moment was the most hilarious scene out of bmf i ain't gonna lie to you a lot of people was commenting on that uh scene saying carisha had me screaming on bmf last night she's mad funny keep in mind this is supposed to be a sad scene where she's crying other people were saying young miami needs to stick to carisha please because carisha please <laughs> okay whatever uh somebody else said carisha please get acting lessons i ain't gonna lie to you they running her show name into the ground so anyways um young miami took it upon herself because one thing i will say about young miami and um let's just say let's just stick with her one thing i will say about young miami is oh shout out to wisdom we hit 20 on on the live stream that's nice i appreciate y'all anyways let me get back to the segment sorry Uh, if you haven't downloaded wisdom app, you know, I go live on there whenever I'm giving my segments out. So anyways, uh, back to what I'm saying. Young Miami said, quote, she quoted the tweet of somebody saying Carisha had me screaming on BMF last night. She's mad funny. Right. Cause that was supposed to be a sad scene. So she quote tweeted it saying it wasn't funny. LOL. And you know, the LOL was sarcastic because, uh, yeah, no, she, she wasn't pleased by any of the the jokes people was making online i mean literally somebody said this scene in bmf may be the worst acting i've ever seen this expeditive looked like a tubi movie now how did tubi just catch a straight bullet i don't understand i never even known Tubi. i thought it was a good platform i guess not somebody else said meech where's my husband with numerous laughing emojis <laughs> 'cause like that's what she said in the scene, and she was supposed to be sad, and a lot of people just you know they they was they was um treating like like it was a Dave chappelle special, like I guess karisha needs to go on on tour and and start her her stand up comedy career because uh obviously acting people ain't really taking it serious that's unfortunate man women and women's empowerment month too, you know what I mean, oh <sighs> unfortunate. Anyways, BMF is a great season uh show though. I've heard it's it's a great show. I haven't watched it, but you know I me. Mean? I think it's a black show, pretty sure. So you know I me. Mean? I'm not trying to trash BMF. Let's just say that Carisha's performance on BMF is uh atrocious to uh to put it put it lightly. <laughs> uh what else? That's basically it. That's why I wanted to get into it because I acting debut. Oh, wait, do I have it on here? Oh, wow. I have this scene on here. Okay. So for the people on Twitch and YouTube, if you're not following me on Twitch and YouTube, just add analytic dream, not at, but just analytic dreams on Twitch and YouTube and the shit pop up. So I'm finna play the video on here. Uh, I'm trying to get the, I think I'm going to get the video aspect on my podcast. We're about to set that up. Been working with the people over at Red Circle. Very nice people. But uh, I think we're going to get the video aspect on, on that to To try to get that through but uh we're gonna see how that goes but for right now if you want to see the video aspect just come over to youtube or twitch right okay um yeah let me pull this up i can't believe i have the scene right here this is insane isn't this like copyright this is hopefully i don't get taken down on youtube for this but we got to put this up this is probably the funniest scene i've ever seen in my life okay i should be able to see it
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Right? Come on, now. That's, that's hey, that's A1 acting right there. Y'all, y'all, stop laughing, bro. That's A1 acting. I don't think I've ever seen Denzel act like this. I ain't gonna lie, Vi- Viola Davis, none of them, like they can't act like this. I ain't gonna lie to you, anyways. Let's keep looking at it. she's so sad and that's it that's it in the scene okay let me take this off if i get if i get uh strike by youtube so <laughs> i ain't gonna lie man that's 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 top tier comedy right there i ain't gonna lie that, that, it was supposed to be a sad scene but you know at least it got promotion on the show, right? I mean, we talking about it and I wouldn't have talked. I mean, obviously I would have talked about Carisha kids. I mean, in general, she's a pretty uh, polarizing figure when it comes to impacting the uh, younger generation to uh, acting, you know, outlandish. But uh, <laughs> the scene was great, man. I ain't gonna lie. The BMF scene was, you know, top tier acting. I don't think any other actor could have could have pe- performed or like, given that type of performance on BMF. I, I really think she's one of the best actors that we've ever seen. So anyways, man, uh, what do y'all think about the the latest Young Miami news? You know, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think about her acting career and her relationship advice? Do you think that Young Miami gave the correct advice for younger women to not sharing your man? Getting into the overview of the episode episode 117 of course uh we started with rolling loud california 2023 and i got into how it's the starting festival basically kicking off all the summer uh festivals that's that's coming down the line and just how impactful it is to set the bar or set the tone for the summer festivals that are to follow then we had Elden Ring DLC, Shadow of the Earth Tree. I basically got into it and the premise of the DLC from what we can tell so far is going to be covering Millennia's twin brother, which if you don't know, is one of the hardest bosses ever made in video game history. I think we can confidently say that at this point. And we're, we're getting into her twin brother, supposedly, when this uh, fourth, this upcoming DLC, Shadow of the Earth Tree comes out. Then we transition into Starfield being delayed yet again to September 6. Why was it delayed? I have no idea. But um, obviously it was delayed because they needed more time to work on it. So for the Xbox Game Pass, you may have to wait a little bit longer to get another solid addition to your overall great product then we finished with young miami aka Carisha, and we we talked about the latest happenings of the famous superstar in the game um and her notorious relationship advice that she gave you know really really a1 relationship advice man i don't think kevin samuels could have said it any better so anyways uh that's about it for the episode uh, thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast, and don't be afraid to send me an email, letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and to keep up on my latest activities. Hold up. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and to keep on my latest activities. Okay, yeah, that's right. If you want to support the show financially, click my Cash App link located towards the bottom of my link tree, as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this. Make sure to share this podcast and rate this show five stars on whatever platform you are currently listening on. Listening on, I can't talk tonight, as this helps the show reach more people, so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it.